Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5. And 1280 The Zone. Jake coming at you live from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Austin W. Horton producing today across the glass from me. And not safely social distancing from Costa de Monson is the one, the only Gordon Monson. We're, we're connecting with Gordon, I'm told. And thus we can't give uh, Austin his proper welcome back to the show because he's busily scrambling to uh, to get Gordon connected, so we will get to Gordon coming up here. <laughs> Tell me you had these problems while I was gone. In a while, in a minute. No, of course not. No, we. I mean, we. It didn't go. You know, it didn't go perfectly while you were gone. But uh, shout out. Well, well, why we have a moment, I suppose. Uh, shout out to all those who who helped uh, produce the show over the last couple of weeks. Uh, looking at you, Lloyd Cole. Looking at you, Jake Hatch. Looking at you, Eric Jensen, Alex Lundberg, and our boy Brian Priest, who we threw into the deep end the on, whole his, village. on his first day. His, that was his first day? His first day. Hey, guess what you get to do? Um, wow. So Did he come back the next shift? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. But it was a real team effort. And uh, shout out to all those guys for helping us produce over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Austin was, uh, was off. And uh, I'm glad to see you. You finally uh, went and saw Criddle's guy, and you're looking like a a young Jason Priestley. I mean, you got the you got the the work done, and um, what are you talking about? The baldness is no more. Criddle? <laughs> Wait, I've just made a Criddle joke. I didn't know that about oh, him. You didn't. Well, let's keep that quiet then. You know, I thought everybody knew that. And we're talking about wow! Uh, I just lost so much respect for him, Carl Criddle. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up there in uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. You're back. I know. I know you were. You talked about it on Twitter. You want to? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Talk about it on the it's, show. I'm look. I'm fine. Uh, we uh, had our daughter uh, had a sitter that didn't know they had COVID, and she brought it home. And the wife, daughter, and I fought COVID for the last uh, so many days, and grateful to be through it and done with it, and grateful that it wasn't as bad. As so many out there have it. Yeah. No, so. it's 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 good to see you. We were we were worried about you, uh, but we're glad you're back. It's it's fantastic. And uh, Gordon is is with us. Gordon, hello, hello, hello. How are hello, you? Hello, hello, hello. You're... I'm I'm well, thank you. It's good to hear Austin's voice again. Austin's back. Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, the guys did a great job sitting in for you, Austin. But we always miss you when you're not here. That's so. that's actually good to hear because uh, you don't want to hear that 
No, we didn't. Were you gone? That's not what you don't want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, hey, Jake, that was really, last week was just so fantastic, wasn't it? This went so smoothly. Yeah. What was different? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Had some of our best shows. We got along. I mean. <laughs> we were on time. It was, yeah, very much on time. Yeah, right. That's going to happen. Oh, brother. Well, it's good to have you back, Austin. Glad uh, you made it through that little adventure. Uh, so, so many people have had that uh, really rough, and uh, glad you made that through. Made it through that. Yeah, it's good to be back. I texted Scotty last night. I'm in. Need, I'm as much, if not more, in need of work as working is as, as in need of me. Yeah, being being closed down for a couple of weeks is probably a little boring by the end. I'm guessing. I don't know how all you all out there have worked at home this whole time. I oh, have yeah. a, such a newfound respect and appreciation for all of you that have had to work at home for the last year and a half, or what, however long, last year. I don't know how people have done it and not ended up on an episode of Cops. <laughs> I don't understand. You are heroes, heroes, heroes. It, oh, thank you. Uh, not you. Yeah, certainly <laughs> other, you. other heroes. <laughs> not you. No, I, I got to imagine when you're not feeling so hot and uh, your toddler is back to normal, that 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 is the recipe for for a couple of long days. Yeah, I tried to reason with the two year old and say, "Look, I know that you're feeling good. Can you can you make your own food? Can you somehow be be potty trained now? Because uh, Daddy and Mommy are still tired. She didn't care. No, no, no. probably was, didn't make one bit of difference to her. So Bless we probably we probably would have been better quicker if we didn't have that little sweetheart to keep us running marathons every day listen now harper we've got you a a hotel room (laughs) (laughs) just up the road just turn on the tv and stay quiet for three days (laughs) gonna be fine we're gonna we're gonna door dash you some grub so you're gonna be we've told them to do the secret knock you know and and uh you know, the thing that about is, it is... That is funny. Come on. Here's the thing about it. You know, the sacrifices you make make it all that much more rewarding. You know? I, I mean, right now, you guys are in the thick of it with uh, what Austin just described. and uh, But it's okay. I mean, it'll be all right. You know? Thanks a lot, Dr. More. Phil. We're just trying to have a couple of laughs here. <laughs> You cannot leave your daughter at the hotel. That's against the law. <laughs> Just try Austin's back. We're we're in a good mood. Yeah, appreciate it out there, folks. All right. Yes, we've got everybody. A- everybody should appreciate everything that they have in life. You know, so, if, if it's one thing that this whole thing is teaching us is to uh, to appreciate the good things. <laughs> Now you're some sort of pastor. I'm trying to. <laughs> Can I get a name in on that, brother? To uh, okay, I, today is Total Request Tuesday. I feel I, I think we should do it like an Austin theme in some sort of way. Like like what song captures the essence that is Austin? Oh, wow. oh I don't know if we want to do that. Speaking of Doctor Phil, uh, no, no cursing, uh, you know, or something. The radio oh, cut our legs out from under us. But I'm I'm trying to think. Some okay. heavy metal? I, what I are think, you looking for? It could be. It could be heavy metal. Austin also is, has been in uh, musicals. You know, maybe it's something like that. He's a he's a uh, lay show tunes. He's a lay Miz guy. I know that. So well, you can't go wrong with that music. Hey, hey. So oh, whatever last... song comes to your mind when you think of me, 
That's what we're doing here today. We can hone this idea. I just thought we'd have a, an Austin-themed Total Request Tuesday. I like it. All right. By yeah. the way, over the, over the weekend, I re-watched uh, that, uh, that, uh, that show, that video of Hamilton. And I was trying to remember as I was watching, who's my resident uh, Broadway-type production expert? It's Austin, right? So I was trying to remember whether you gave that a huge thumbs up or a thumb down. The, the you're talking about the one on Disney Plus. Yeah. The, oh, it's a huge thumbs up. It's yeah. an absolute must watch, must see. Yeah, that's it's a little I, long, I, frankly. It's, but... a, it's the second time I saw it, and uh, and and I appreciated it every. I mean, with so many talented people in the world, Austin. Wow, I don't know how they do it, but anyway. I uh, I was at the production uh, of Hamilton where the cast was complaining about jazz fans checking their phone. <laughs> Great. You remember that, like, uh, they, when it came to Eccles Theater, uh, you, we we got tickets months in advance or whatever, and so I— the Jazz were in the playoffs. The jazz were in the playoffs, and I actually got the night off because it was that big of a deal to my family. And uh, and we went, and, yeah, there were there were some phones out. That, that was a thing for sure. But, I mean, come on, it's playoffs. And wasn't it the first time they had been back to the playoffs in—wasn't it the Hayward Clippers series? I could oh, be I wrong. Yeah. I, but it was. I, I thought know. it was the Thunder series, but I could be wrong. I could be absolutely wrong. It might have been the uh, Thunder series, but it was one of those where you know the town was kind of captivated with jazz basketball at the time. But there was probably a lot of people in my boat that was like, "Well, when we got these tickets, I didn't really know tonight would be game night." So, well, if they were captivated back then. Uh, if a Hamilton came through here now, how many phones would be coming out now? I mean, this is uh, yeah, this is pretty uh, amazing. It's coming back, by the way, Hamilton. It was supposed to have come back in 2020, I think, but everything. So, so let me ask you a question: the the troupe that did the show here in Salt Lake it, was it as every bit as talented as what we saw in that Broadway uh, production? The troupe, whatever you call it, uh, the cast. Yeah. Uh, the the cast was terrific. I mean, it it wasn't the the original. Obviously, it wasn't Lin Manuel Miranda, but mm-hmm. I thought it was very well cast. It was awesome. It was great. Yeah. I, now, one more thing on that: How does one sing so fast? I, I I don't know how. How is that even possible? That is it is just unbelievable. When I was uh, watching that again, but anyway, I Austin, love it when you call me Big Papa. Yeah, it that certainly wasn't, wasn't at that level, but I mean, it was still really good. And Austin, uh, what's your favorite show of all time? Uh, musical wise, yeah. Oh God, probably Les Mis. Uh, to be cliche, do, in, do, in we, that regard. do we but, need to do Les Mis music? Uh, the Scarlet Pimpernel's up there for me too. But I, I, I like the old French Revolution, I guess. Happy time. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a comedy. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was an up, uplifting time in human history. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, maybe we can hone this this total request Tuesday. We've already idea. got a bunch of requests. Do we already? Yes. Okay. Good. G- keep them coming. And I'm actually thinking maybe I need to make some changes in my life. At if Austin, this is how people are perceiving. <laughs> at Austin Horton. Hey, you know it could be anything. He does the car show on Saturday. Maybe it's it's something automobile related. What from the cars? See, there you go. Now you're thinking exactly. We can we can do this. <laughs> so we're talking about everything from heavy metal to show tunes. Really, I mean, right. that covers the entire. The, uh, that's good, Austin. What that tells people, that tells me that people perceive you to be dynamic and diverse. 
Yeah, that's not what it's telling me so far, but I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's it telling you? It's telling me I'm angry. Is what it's telling me. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is self-reflective. This is it's a- telling me they heard me uh, shoveling snow for two and a half hours this morning. Oh man. <laughs> Well, we can't play that kind of music that has all those uh, expletives in the middle of it. That's right. Hey, we do have some breaking Utah State news. Alex Vehar uh, reporting. Utah State coach Craig Smith confirms that he has signed a contract extension after this season, five more years, longevity and security on all sides. I'm guessing that security part is probably a pretty healthy buyout. Why wouldn't you? Well, certainly, why wouldn't you if you're – Utah well, State. Utah yeah. State, but I mean, with with Craig Smith, what does he have to worry about, really? I mean, if he keeps winning and wants to take a bigger job, uh, they're going to buy him out at whatever the cost. So this is just probably a kind of a win on all sides for everybody. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. If, if, well, if you put it like that, then how's it a win for Utah State? Because they get a big chunk of money if he leaves. Oh, I get. It. I, I I was thinking more in terms of how you can preserve keeping your coach in place. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. No, I mean, if you're going to lose your hot shot coach, you might, you might as, well as well be paid. <laughs> you might as well <laughs> rake in some dough while you're at it, right? And he must like yep. it up there and like what's going on because he'll take care of the university if the if that happens. You know, speaking of money, that's another theme that seems to come up with Austin quite a bit, you know, so maybe some money themed, you know, because he hates successful people. You know? Well, I don't know if that's, that's not true. true. And and the, the money seems to come up with a different member of this show. What are you talking about? No, you. You and you. Okay. two mirrors where you are? I don't (laughs) Okay, Porsche guy. (laughs) I only have one Porsche. That was a joke, and you know it. Stop. You don't have only one Porsche? (laughs) The fact that I brought it up like that. You know, it goes back to the very beginning of I have a nice car. I wasn't bragging that I had a nice car. You were though. No, I was it's not. Good I to was... have a, a big stash of money. <laughs> I was essentially saying that I don't. I I, I sort of uh, uh, I I punish myself. I don't really indulge in things. And I said the well, only. I said the money, only... money, 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 money. <laughs> the only thing that that I had that was along those lines was. My nice car. That was it. I wasn't saying, hey, look, everybody, I have a nice car. Oh, See, crap. You didn't just roll on that, did you? <laughs> I got $5 billion. You know, see, the the thing here, Gordon, is is that's not only bragging about your nice car, but it's also bragging about something else. Uh, bragging about how you don't <laughs> indulge. Yeah, so, so it's really... It's really self-complimentary all the way around. And if I think I'd you're down also. If I put ten billion, I only would have had five left. I think you're also forgetting about uh, the luxurious vacations in the Bullfrog Spa. Uh, well, yeah, but the Bullfrog Spa had something to do with, you know, one of our sponsors. So uh, I have a nice the, car. The uh, vacations, I'm usually mooching off of somebody else along the way. But anyway. Enough of that. Even the European ones? Uh, no, there I pretty much mooched off myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still paying off that debt, by the way. You are not stopping. <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's dive into the jazz. It's overdue. Welcome back, Austin. We love you. Uh, get that uh, the total request Tuesday. Austin songs at Austin Horton. Austin songs. Let's get, let's get into the jazz. Hit it.
Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Clarkson driving at Seth Curry, drives the left hand, comes back to his right, in the lane, floats it up and in, plus a foul. Favors, hands to Clarkson. Clarkson will fire a three. Oh my, Jordan Clarkson is shooting at a hula hoop. Clarkson is 9 of 12. He's got six threes. Donovan scoops to O'Neal, who's yet to make a shot tonight. Now he fires and hits. Rudy flares at the Ingles. He gets in the paint, gives it back to Royce, gets the three off in time, and hits! Rolls Royce! Wow! Headline will be Ben Simmons' career-high 42 in loss to Jazz. <laughs> At the end of the day, I'm just doing what Coach preach and what we uh, tell each other in the locker room and come in the game, be aggressive, take the shots that are available. And that's what it is. At the end of the day, I'm just coming in, uh, doing what Coach is telling me to do and what my teammates trust me to do. And, you know, that's take shots and try to make plays. That never changes if we're up by 20, if we down by 15. Uh, I think my role is kind of, you know, who I am. Gordon, the Jazz remain red hot. After the last time I left you, there's been three Jazz games and three W's against Milwaukee, Miami, and Philadelphia. They've now won 19 of their last 20 games. And we'll get into what happened with the Sixers. Uh, I'm sure we'll cover it throughout the day. But as far as what happened with the Jazz, Jordan Clarkson is just such an incredibly important part of this team. And the Jazz have a lot of way to win games because they've got a lot of weapons. They sure do. And I love what we just heard from Jordan Clarkson there because he said it exactly the way it is. He's being himself. And Quinn Snyder, in a fit of brilliance, has allowed him to be exactly that without putting all these governors on him and not limiting what he can do. He's saying to Jordan Clarkson, go out there and be you. And that's what he's doing. And he's doing it at a level beyond anything he's done before. This is really one of the great coaching moves I've seen in a long, long time. He's essentially been unchained, unleashed, let go to be who he is and not say, oh, no, no, Jordan, you can't do that because that doesn't fit within the structure of our offense. And Quinn is very, very uh, organized in that that, that regard. Not, I was going to use the word controlling, but I, I, no, that's not the right word. It's organized. And for him to change it up when Jordan Clarkson is on the floor and let him do pretty much whatever he feels comfortable doing, man, that has been that was spectacular against the Sixers, and it's been so important for the Jazz on so many other occasions. It it, it was impressive, Jake. What were you thinking when you saw him go off that way? What, what was your first thought? Well. I mean, first of all, he only took 20 shots to get 40 points, which is pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, he, he did it in 29 minutes. But the the time in which he did it I thought was pretty important, or a lot of the damage anyway, when he came in for the first time and the Jazz got off to a slow start. They were having trouble uh, putting the ball in the hoop. And Jordan Clarkson came in and went four of four from three. <laughs> and all of a sudden, a game that could have easily have gotten away from them, they remained in striking distance. And then yep. they moved uh, moved past him in the second quarter and never really looked back. So it, it was they needed a spark, and he came in, and he was he's instant energy. He's instant scoring. He changes the dynamic of the game. He's an impossible matchup for the other team, and he had it going. I mean, eight of 13 from three, he, he had it going. And when somebody like that has it going, you want him 
to get out there and make it happen. And and he was spectacular. And he does. Here, here's the thing, Gordon, is he doesn't detract from anybody else. He's not. He's a player that shoots and creates offense and does those things. But he's he doesn't detract from anybody else. He adds too. And Joe Ingles has talked about that. And I know that feels weird to talk about, but with his role on the team where he's not going to play 35 minutes a night. He's going to play in situations where he can really get out and highlight the best of who he is. If you compared the number of times that Jazz teammates on the floor with Jordan Clarkson have said, oh, man, pass me the ball, give me the ball, give me the ball, versus go, Jordan, go. I mean, it is unanimous on the latter, not the former. He helps his team in so many ways. And it's kind of like, is this just a hot streak that he's on? Or is this an, an aberration? Is this, what, what, what is happening here? But I, I think it's the real deal. I think it's Jordan feeling completely comfortable and his teammates egging him on, saying, go. But he's not a hog. He, he, he does some things that are individual to his talents, but he passes the ball sometimes. I mean, it's not like... Uh, of the black hole, you're just throwing it over there and watching the ball get absorbed by him the whole time. He he does it when it feels like he's going to be able to create a good shot, and more often than not, he does. You know, if it's not just a hot streak. For one, he wasn't that great against Miami, where he was right. four of fifteen and, and right. he had eleven uh, points. But the thing, what he is, is consistent. Uh, Gordon, whether he's scoring a bunch, he's taking the same shots. He's got an amazing amount of confidence. He doesn't let missing a few. Uh, detract from he he knows his role he knows how important he is I mean here's his field goal attempts Gordon they're right and they're all in the same neighborhood he had 20 last night which of course is on the high end but he had it going 15 against Miami 18 against Milwaukee 15 against Boston 19 against Indiana 15 against Charlotte 13 against Atlanta I mean you know what you the the guy is is a model of consistency and he's absolutely a great example of somebody who can uh, who is uh, embraced his role, and in return, his role has embraced him. Yes, absolutely correct on every point. And it's and not on top of that, it's just fun to watch him go. Yep. You know, it's just fun to watch what he does. He gives his team a lift. When you look at what happened in last night's game, remember at the beginning of the season, we wondered, we were t- we talked openly about what happens. When Donovan Mitchell and Bogdanovich, uh, and, and at that time we were including Conley, who has been unavailable, what happens on the nights when they're they're not scoring? What what happens then? Well, last night Donovan Mitchell was nine of twenty four, and Bogdanovich was four of twelve, and yet here comes Jordan Clarkson with the great night, the great lift to the team overall, and the team shoots over fifty two percent. Well, and Joe so, Ingles. Don't leave Joe out. Yeah, he was awesome, yeah. too. Well, that was going to be my next thought, oh, is sorry. that what Clarkson is doing seems to be bleeding over to other players. They all do it their own way. They don't play like Jordan, but the confidence level on this team right now stands out to me. I, Jake, you and I have been watching jazz basketball for a long, long time. I can't remember a time when so many shooters looked and felt so so confident that they can step up and hit the shots necessary. And even to take Royce O'Neal last night, he started out not being able to hit the broad side of a barn, and he hit some big shots at the end there. So, I mean, it's catching. 
But it, you know what? The, they're they're about more than that. I mean, you look at these these three games, Gordon. They won the ball or they won the game last night a lot with the three ball. They made a bunch of timely threes. Uh, Jordan Clarkson obviously coming in and scoring in spurts. But the game against Miami, they won with defense. I mean, they second night of a back to back, they had to buckle down and they held the Heat to ninety four points against Milwaukee. The Bucks uh, uncharacteristically hugged all the shooters. So what happened, Gordon? They only hit one three-pointer in the second half against Milwaukee. Only one. But Rudy Rudy ate him alive. Rudy was 9 of 12 for 27 points. So if you're going to try and take away all the shooting that you're talking about, Rudy's going to feast. And then Derek Favors is going to come off the bench and spell Rudy, and he's going to feast. I mean, it's it's the multidimensional way in which they're winning these basketball games, which I, I really find fascinating. And, and, and to your point, with uh, Jordan Clarkson is it's coming from different dudes. You know, it, yeah, it comes yeah. from Donovan a lot. It comes from Rudy a lot, but it's coming from different dudes. We saw it with Conley, saw it with Clarkson. We've seen it with Bogdanovich. I mean, she's got a lot. You got, there, there's a lot you got a game plan for if you're the opponent. You mentioned Gobert. He, he took three shots last night, three shots. <laughs> so you're right. There are all kinds of different ways to do this. And they're playing without Mike Conley. Which, you know, look at the way they're playing right now. I mean, that game last night was 134 to 123. That, that isn't exactly a defensive struggle. And yet what you just described, defense played a huge role. So, I, I don't know. I, I mean, the only thing I could think of from last night's game that made me wonder a little bit is why couldn't the Jazz guard Ben Simmons? And then that's the only one I can think of. All right, let's let's get it. Let's dig into that one coming up right around the corner because I certainly have opinions on on uh, what happened from that standpoint. We'll get to that coming up next, but let's jump out to the zone phone. Joining us now, good friend of the show from Lone Depot. He's Matt Harrison with us here on the Big Show. What's going on, Matt? How are you, gentlemen? How are you? Hey, we're doing great. How'd President's Day treat you? Good long oh, weekend. So good. It's so good. And isn't it a great time to be a jazz fan? I mean, have we ever had? as complete a team as we do right now oh man i don't know when it's going back uh, the the last team Matt, that has been on a streak like this 19 out of 20 was 1997 so that was a good year that's going that back was, that, was, yeah. that was the best that was the best record the jazz ever had i think they were 64 and 18 yep. that year yeah. so you know i was talking to my brother you know when you when you have your 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 starters transition into your bench and you don't see any drop off and that that's amazing that is amazing all right matt let's let's talk about something else that can be amazing for people and and really help (laughs) out of course right let's talk reverse mortgages and and what you can do for our listeners well as you as you gentlemen both know i I have a passion with reverse mortgages and and that program is uh, such an amazing one to help you know our older um you know demographic that's looking to you know, either tap into the equity that is in their home or use it for a purchase. And we're going to have a lot of of fun today kind of diving into the ins and outs of the program. But I, I think to start, um, you know, let's kind of go through some of the, the basics, you know, to reverse mortgage is, is basically a mortgage, but it works in reverse. You can eliminate your principal and interest payments. Now, that doesn't absolve you from having to make any sort of payment because, again, you have to pay property taxes and insurance and HOA dues. But it really allows for you to um, to start to increase that cash flow. And as we get older, again, that's something that starts to be more and more on our minds. But there's a couple of things that you need to do first and foremost, uh, qualifications. So you've got to be at least 62, or if you're married, at least one of you needs to be 62. 
Uh, it has to be a primary residence. So, you know, if you're looking at trying to do this for a vacation home or an investment property, it's not going to work. However, you can do this as a, uh, a duplex, a triplex, or a fourplex. As long as you're living in one of those, uh, you know, units, then you can start to cash flow some of the others. Um, and then, you know, HUD counseling is required, and you have to maintain the property and keep it, you know, up to speed. So um, those are kind of the obligations, but after that, um, you can basically start to use that money that you've been using for, you know, your monthly payment on the forward mortgage, stop making it, and and have that money to, to live life with. And I know you love giving out information this stuff. You're making a lot available. In fact, you, I know uh, you even uh, occasionally give out a personal number. You talk to folks in person. I do that. Yeah, I'm still doing it. So. Awesome. There, there are a couple ways to reach me. The first is uh, cell phone, 801-330-2200. Again, 801-330-2200. Got a great website, reverseourhome.com. Again, reverseourhome.com has a lot of videos on this program and how it's used. And for our listeners today, I'm giving a free book on this program to anyone. If you just send me a text, give me your address, I will send it out to you. Great resource uh, for everyone looking to uh, to learn more about the program. Matt, we're excited you're with us today. Thanks for your help with our listeners. Again, uh, that number, uh, just send them a text. Free book today. That's awesome. 801-330-2200. 801-330-2200. Or go to... Uh, 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 reverse, uh, let's see, reverseourhome.com. That's reverseourhome.com. Matt, thank you very much. Thanks, guys. There you go. That's our friend Matt Harrison again, reverseourhome.com. More conversation on the Utah Jazz coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, it's a Total Request Tuesday on The Big Show, brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. For the latest tour news and artist insight, uh, check them out, livenation.com. Austin is back, and uh, in honor of Austin, today's theme is songs that remind you of Austin or capture Austin's essence. This is the Smashing Pumpkins Zero, requested by Kirkland, but I also suggested Smashing Pumpkins because I was trying to think of... uh, is it just the bald thing? I was trying to okay. think of bald singers, but I also like the Smashing Pumpkins. So I like their music, not their singing. Yeah. Not so much. I have a question about Papa Dave's uh, suggestion. He said Super Tramp, and I, I wondered—is uh, there a story there, Austin? Uh, first of all, HR line four, and second of all, I didn't see that request from Papa Dave. What is uh, what is Super Tramp? What is that? It's a band. Oh, not a specific song, Gordon. No, just. I don't know who Dave has been talking to, but. Uh, but there you go. Hmm. I plead the I, fifth. I, I, but I like that band. You know, I've I've requested them as band of the day on numerous occasions. Uh, Gordon, after the game, of course, Ben Simmons had a career high last night for the Bucks, uh, forty-two points on fifteen of twenty-six shooting. 
Um, Tobias Harris also had the second uh, best scoring output of his entire career with 36 points. A little side note for you there. And, of course, the postgame became entirely about Ben Simmons' career high, blah, blah, blah. But he said this, Gordo. He said, quote, I loved when I saw Rudy was guarding me. Um, He said, I love being able to go at somebody like that. I feel like it was a bit of disrespect putting him on me. But it is what it is. Unquote. You lost the game, dude. By I mean, 11 you, points. You I lost the game. Thank you for this saying is, that, can, Gordon. Thank well, you very much. Well, I mean, I, I'm sitting there reading the ESPN account of what happened last night, and it's all about Ben Simmons, like you said. I mean, it's all about Ben Simmons. And they mentioned a couple times where the Jazz had a winning streak or whatever. I mean, but it was all about Ben. And the whole time I'm reading it, because, you know, I'm not I'm not Homer or nothing, but I'm sitting there going, the Jazz are the hottest team in the NBA. They're playing like the best team in the NBA. And they just beat the number one team in the East by 11 points. And the story is all about Ben Simmons. It's just, it's remarkable to me when I read that. It, it, I, 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 you know, I, the whole time I'm reading, I'm going, yeah, the Jazz won. Yeah, the Jazz won. Yeah, the Jazz and, won. And let's let's not pretend like he didn't get lit up on defense. I mean, just Philly could not get a stop when they needed it. Couldn't do it. Didn't have any answer. And that's his reputation. He's supposed to be yeah. this great defender who can guard every position, but he can't guard every position at once. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sitting going, the Jazz are playing a brand of basketball that is it, it, it is somewhat reminiscent of what the Golden State Warriors were doing back in the day. But it's this story was all about Ben Simmons. And I'm, I'm thinking of my uh, – and I generally like to look at things from a – uh, a bigger perspective, you know, but the Jazz just won their 19th game out of 20. And this is all about, well, what can Ben Simmons do that he isn't doing now? And it's confounding that he can score like this on some nights and other nights he scores 10 points. So and sometimes he's aggressive and sometimes he's not. Hey, hey, uh, you know, Ben, why, why is that? Well, you know, it's hard to change the nature of a person. And I'm going, but Jordan Clarkson just went for 40 on you guys. What, what, are, you, what are you talking to Ben for? Well, okay, so I I want to take a little, a little bit of a different spin on it. I don't disagree with you, but I want to talk less about the narrative and more I want to juxtapose something here for all a right. second. All right? If you read all the postgame comments from Philadelphia and what they were talking about, it, their, their words in their locker room, you would think they won the Dern game. Yeah, you I, would. You I would agree. think. I mean, Doc Rivers is is taking a victory lap, saying that he <laughs> hoped. Oh, when I when I adjusted the lineup, when I found out Embiid was going to be out, I was hoping that they'd put Rudy on Ben. And by the way, Ben only went three for seven against Rudy. So let's hold the phone on that narrative for a second. <laughs> but for for Doc Rivers to be like, yes, I told him to do that. They lost by eleven. Two of two of Philly's best players had had. Two of the best games in their career, and they lost by 11. And and here's where I'm going to juxtapose it. You go back to any of Donovan's big nights, and I listen to all the post-game comments every single post-game. You go uh-huh. back to any big game that Donovan had during this stretch, and you play his post-game, and what's he doing, Gordon? You know this. Every single time he's going, well, Royce had a big night tonight, and Mike Conley had a big night tonight, and did you see the pick that Rudy set for me? And boy, what a defensive tone that Derek Favors came uh, brought when he came into the game. And my, my Jordan Clarkson is just... He, he 
was mad on that Shaq game where where all of a sudden it became about Donovan. He was mad that it wasn't about the team. He said, I wanted to come in here and talk about what a great team when this is. Juxtapose that to Ben Simmons, who can't uh, who just wants to talk about himself and what a big night he had when his team lost by 11. Well, a lot I, of that was incredible to me, and that's why I I think enjoy the vibe the Jazz have, Gordon. Sorry, and and Philly, I would be examining that. I mean, really, that's what you're thinking. You're making it all about you uh, after you lost by 11. Yeah, yeah. I noticed. I had the same exact thought as I'm reading about these these comments. It's it, I you would I had that same exact thought, Jake. You would have thought Philly won. You would have thought Philly won. The way they were all talking, and they they just got they got thumped pretty good, and so it's it's uh, it's interesting that I, I think I get indications that that's the way Ben thinks, uh, but he he doesn't necessarily play selfish, you know. I mean that was well, an aberration last night. Usually he's setting up his teammates and playing good defense. Here's the thing: that's just simple math. Because Joel Embiid is such a big part of what they do. He, uh, Tim Lacombe was talking about this last night, that he is responsible for a third of their possessions. He's, he's running the show on a third of their possessions. That's, that's an amazing number. I mean, there were plenty of shots to be had out there, obviously. And Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons were, were going to take them. But, I mean, Ben was making, you know, hook shots in the lane and stuff. I mean, it's not like he put on a dazzling display of offensive basketball. I mean, you're still taking shots from five feet and in. And, and yeah. good for him. He's, he had 20 points in transition last night, and he's a dynamite transition player because you get in front of a guy that size. Mm. But, I mean, he had a good game, 42 points, okay. Uh, that's fine. He had a he was one rebound away from a forty point triple double. Give him his due. But his team lost by eleven. What Doc Rivers did or did not do did not work. True. The one thing to keep in mind is that Joel Embiid did not play, and what what kind of difference that would have made in the game, I don't know. He's a great player, and they didn't have him available. But <laughs> I I don't know. I I'm I'm not of the all oh, poor, poor Utah, you know, nobody pays attention to what's happening here. But I got to I gotta say that uh, that seemed really strange to me, that you have the two best teams from the, each from their leading their conference, and they meet up. And not only did the Jazz win, but they handed out to the Sixers their third straight loss. And I know that losing can, can be a story, too. But what the Jazz are doing right now, nobody else in the league is doing, and that that's pretty remarkable. Now that's a couple, remarkable. a couple against the Clippers. No Paul George, but still the Clippers playing good basketball. Yeah, is Kawhi being rested or anything? We don't know. Uh, up in the air on Kawhi, not sure. But uh, Paul George dealing with the foot. I don't know what he's officially listed as, uh, but uh, not likely. Well, sooner or later, the Jazz is going to have to lose, uh, or, or you know, it's it's, it's got to happen at some point. But I, I just sit back and watch this team and see the way they play, the way they share the ball, the way they do the things that they do. We talked about Jordan Clarkson and what he's doing right now, which is different from a lot of the other players, and it's a beautiful thing to watch, and it should be taken note of, and it should be highlighted. 
Uh, it's not very often that this sort of thing happens. Yeah, you can pick out teams here and there that get hot and go on these streaks. But there's nobody else in the NBA who's doing that this year. The Jazz have been absolutely remarkable. Let me read this uh, this uh, tweet to you. And uh, it's from, uh, it's from uh, Tyler. He says, I personally feel that Rudy is the most important player we have. And without him, we struggle. But have we reached that point with Jordan Clarkson now? I feel like without him, we struggle almost as much as we do if Rudy isn't in there. That that that's an interesting observation. What do you make of it, Jake? Um, well, Jordan and his role is extremely important. I certainly agree with that. I I do think what Rudy does makes makes the Jazz unique because what's unique about the Jazz, or or at least how they're playing right now, is they're uh, almost equally as as elite offensively as they are defensively. And Rudy yeah. makes them elite defensively, almost single-handedly, almost because they weren't elite defensively last year. But Rudy, I mean, Rudy's amazing. And plus, the way well, he well, rolls to the rim and puts pressure on the basket totally changes the way the other team has to play and opens up the threes, like we've talked about. So, I mean, that's that's a tough comparison. I don't want to sell Jordan short, but Rudy's Rudy. So you talked about uh, the times when when uh, Gobert was was on Ben Simmons. Why else? Why couldn't the Jazz I mean, eat 42 points? Why did that happen? Because he's 6'9 and that athletic. <laughs> and he's that, I mean, he's, he really is. He's, he's athletic. And when he's going out there with the determination that he's going to get into the lane and score, he's really difficult to stop. Now, he didn't score when he had to score the most for his team in the fourth quarter and give Royce O'Neal a lot of credit for that because he got stops when they had to get stops. I mean, that's another that's another part of this that was ignored. When the game got down to, I think it was six in the, four, in the fourth quarter, where was Ben Simmons then as Royce O'Neal was pushing the lead back out to double digits, right? Yeah, yeah. The Jazz were getting stops. In the clutch, when, when his team needed something, that something wasn't there. So uh, whereas, you know, Royce O'Neal has been cold all game, has the confidence to take those shots and bangs down three of them. But it's important to also remember, Joel Embiid is every bit as important to the Sixers as uh, Rudy Gobert is to the Jazz, and they're playing without him. Yeah, well, they, so still, they beat him the by Jazz 11. Playing, picture the Jazz playing the Sixers without Gobert in the lineup. I hear you, but they didn't have Conley. And again, yeah. they still beat him by double digits. I mean, I guess if yeah. you're holding the Jazz, you know, well, why didn't they beat him by 20? Well, then I guess I can come <laughs> along with you. But like, if you're asking was, those questions, then things are pretty right. Good. The game was never in doubt. They ended up winning by 11. The only reason that it wasn't a 20 point lead or a 20 point win is because Philly got off to a hot start. Yeah. 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 I wondered how that was going to go. They what were they down 10 to 24 or something yeah. early on? Mm-hmm. No big deal. All right, we want to remind you about our friends at Davis Vision, giving you 1,000 reasons to get rid of those contacts or glasses. That's $1,000 off LASIK during the month of February. Start your road to be uh, vi- to vision at davisvisionmd.com or call today, 801-253-3080. That's Davis Vision. More Big Show coming up, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. <laughs> You're live.
Locked on to the Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Little Hendrix going out to our friend Wild Turkey Fart Blunt, which I'm sure he giggles each and every time that we mention that uh, on the air. It's the Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jig Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is, I like this theme song uh, or uh, Total Request Tuesday. This song is titled Mr. Bad Luck. Well, you don't have the best luck. That's true. You you don't you don't have the best luck in the world. That's you know. And again, whenever we bring this up, we just have to say Austin is not down on his luck. He's just got bad luck. <laughs> right. Where <laughs> I'm, I'm very blessed. We, but you if better... if something can go wrong, it will. So is that the explanation? That's the differentiation right there. Have you ever had a, a, a baseball hit the very chair you had just vacated <laughs> to go get waters? No, that's yeah. That's, just, uh, have that's you just ever had a, a, a caterpillar tractor go through your brand new uh, brand new uh, built home and delay it? How about uh, how you about? <laughs> How about the lady that backed all the way across the street to back into your garage? <laughs> right into my garage. Yeah, I had to go like down her driveway, across the street, up Austin's driveway, and and go right into Day the garage. Day four living in the home. Right. <laughs> so, you know. Just... Someone else broke. Something else broke in your brand new house. <laughs> the pipes froze. That was the last one, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. That was That was the 24 hours of hell is what that was. Because we got a flat tire in the blizzard of all blizzards. Uh, had to honestly thank goodness to the homeless man out west who had uh, a tire jack with him and helped me change my tire right there on the side of the freeway. Wow. I didn't think I told you that part of the story. No. Uh, got home. The next morning, the pipes were frozen in the house. The furnace had gone out. And <laughs> I had to go get my tire fixed. And at the tire store, they broke one of the studs off the wheel. <laughs> That's that was a, a day. That's a bad day right there. You know what so, that is? Uh, that's a bad day. So Wild that's Turkey, a that's a good request. Austin. Yeah, right, right, right. It's a good request by Wild Turkey there. <laughs> Mr. Bad Luck, that's me. It's just bad luck, that's all. The 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 garage one where, where the neighbor backed into the garage or whatever that is, that's pretty amazing. Who does that happen to? That was uh, my neighbor's mother-in-law. Oh, <laughs> just making it happen. That's backing out, backing out aggressively. Too. There's some other ten stories to match those. The base, I think the baseball one is really the go-to when demonstrating what kind of luck Austin has, because that one really is like one in a billion. That's one yeah. of two baseball stories I have. What the, other, the one? other one being the freak May blizzard of of oh, 2015 yeah, right. that the Angels didn't even get on the plane. I, I that was bad luck. I, th- I thought you were going to talk about the eagle one. Oh yeah, that's one too. Yeah. You, when you get the opportunity to sing the the national anthem on the Fourth of July there at Smith Ballpark, what an honor! Pretty awesome. Memorial Day, but or still, Memorial yeah. Day yeah. still same same concept here. And uh, and they bring out an eagle. Oh, how majestic, you know. And as Austin's singing, that eagle decides, you know what? I'm going to start flipping out. I'm going to start letting everybody know that I, sir, am a bird of prey, and I am not agreeing with this man's tone. <laughs> Didn't he like go after the back of your neck or something? No, or? it wasn't that bad. But it did start screeching at Austin. Oh, the ramparts we watched were so gallant. 
I don't know how you kept it together. I didn't really. I would have lost it. I, I thought for like, sure I was a goner. <laughs> the seagull is gonna. And as I saw a video later of the instance of the instant, and the woman is just with all her body weight holding on to that eagle's uh, tether, and I'm like a foot away from it. I don't know. Screeching in your ear, urinating down my leg while singing the anthem. <laughs> You're trying to hit the high note. Exactly. You're trying not to be flat, you know? This, is, this is giant eagle is I'm going to hit those ramparts whether this eagle gets me or not. I mean, that hard. That song is hard enough to sing on its own, let alone when you have a wild animal. A prehistoric bird attacking you. <laughs> Which do you think would be worse, the beak or the claws? Uh, probably the claws. Huh? Yeah. Napoleon going, Dynamite. Yeah. Seriously. The talons. I just, uh, you know, because he might be able to just snap your... A vital, you know, artery with his beak. The claws are scratchy up a lot. I don't know. <laughs> I, th- I, I just think Gordon should try it out for us. Let's let's turn a wild eagle loose on Gordo and see what happens. By the way, when you were when you were gone, Austin, I had the fortune of uh, interviewing Steve Clowkey and writing a feature column about him, and I asked him who the best baseball player was that he had ever seen. And he said, Willie Mays, but Mike Trout might surpass him. Oh, he so didn't I say thought, Bryce Harper? Weird. Strange, because he's not very good. Uh, here, 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 I, here I am trying to, to make Austin feel good about his team that sucks, and you got to <laughs> throw that at me. Uh, Sven tweets into the show. He says, can, I, uh, can next be, week be total request songs to make you think of Gordon? I already have my suggestion. <laughs> Creep <laughs> by radio. Whoa. <laughs> Come on. I always think, uh, well, I think of the, the TLC song. Isn't there a creep TLC song? Oh, I thought you meant don't go chasing waterfalls for some reason. No, that's a different one. All right, let's get out to the uh, zone phone. Joining us now from the Lone Depot, our good friend Matt Harrison. What's going on, Matt? Talk about celebrity deathmatch. I want to see the three of you in the ring and then just let the eagle go. Just turn you know? the eagle <laughs> loose, see <laughs> what happens. Survive. <laughs> I think the eagle wins for sure. Yeah, <laughs> not us. Not us at all. Oh, guys, I, I'm so excited again to be with you. Um, you know, reverse mortgages is, is such a fun topic to talk about. It's helping so many people. Um, and I think, I, you know, you guys know I'm, just, I'm a straight shooter when it comes to, you know, this program and how it works. And and so I want to kind of just dive in, if I can, for a minute and and go over how this program works. So if you've got a home right now and and you've got about a half – uh, half of the home's value in equity, okay? So you, you let's say that you've got a $200,000 mortgage that you've been paying on, and that value of the home is four hundred grand. which, by the way, as you know, I mean, the market here has been crazy in Utah. Yep. Um, if you've got at least a 50% equity position, this is a great time to, to reach out and call me to go over some options on how this program can work for you. Um, Again, you've got to be at least 62 or older for it to, you know, start for you. Um, it has to be a primary resident, um, and you've got to, you know, maintain the property. You've got to continue to pay, you know, taxes and insurance. But after that, you don't have to make your principal and interest payments anymore. That becomes optional. And by the way, little tease. A little bit later on in our show, we're going to talk about how to actually treat your reverse mortgage like a forward mortgage, and the benefits that kind of come from that. Hmm. Well, uh, I know you're doing a free book today, right, man? 
I am. I've had a lot of listeners already take advantage of it. So keep it coming. It, it tells you about reverse mortgage. It's super simple. It's easy. And, uh, and I'm giving one away to everyone who sends me a text today. I just need your address and, and where to send it. Um, and by the way, my cell phone, 801-330-2200. Again, 801-330-2200. And then feel free to visit my website, reverseourhome.com. Again, reverseourhome.com. Got a lot of great videos there that will teach you about the program. And, and uh, yeah, I'm just excited to help a lot of people. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for jumping on. Okay, thanks, guys. That's our friend Matt Harrison with Loan Depot. His number, 801-330-2200. That's 801-330-2200 or reverseourhome.com. Coming up next, we'll get in what's going on. It's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.